Hello and welcome to Podcast Ada, the Culturator podcast. My name is Ezekiel, I'm the editor and co-owner of Culturator, and today I'm joined by a special guest, Brendan, of the exasperated variety. Hello, Brendan. Hey, yes. How you going? Yeah, I'm not bad in yourself. You seem a little exasperated there. I'm tired, but how are you? Yeah, I'm tired. But not bad. All right. Could be Doing better. Well. Could be better. Could be worse. Could be much worse, actually. Yeah. So anyway, Given today we're here for a world. special. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So today we're here for a special reason. Sort of, although it's not so special at the moment. Mm-hmm. If if you're wondering why, dear listeners, as to why we've taken this tone, Brennan's just following my lead. But the fact is, we've had two glaring errors recently with two separate bucket dips and we both own the fault of each one one is brendan's fault and one is my fault and we're doing this again and we're tired and we're grouchy and that doesn't really matter at the moment and we're now going to drop it so hey brendan how you oh whatever anyway (laughs) we're doing a bucket dip today this is that that's what you're getting so anyway, uh, oh, what's this in my hand? Mysteriously, things. I have Final Fantasy X. I have Assassin's Creed Two. I have the Silent Hill film. I first have one. S- somebody's scribbled on this one, just Stanger. I'm assuming it's a Saint Anger album from the illustrious Metallica. I have Alan's, the sequel to Alan. Who the heck is Alan? That's not Joe Nathan, that's for sure. <laughs> Uh, I have Evil Dead. I have Eiffel 65 Blue. I have the Kirby series. I have CTR. I have The Princess Bride. I have Leanne LaHuff's self-titled. I have Avapur. I'm I assuming have, it's a, a Valium vs. Predator. I have So It. Oh, So It. Ah, Star Ocean 3, okay. And as I apparently was supposed to come in today with a uh, piece of paper in my hand to send to you via mind control. Um, really? I have... No, it's just appeared for me. Thank you, hand from outside of the room. Where where the heck did it go? Uh, Transformers, I have. Does, Does it have a year on it, by chance? Uh, it's scribbled down in the does bottom left corner. Does it say 2007? Yeah, this chicken scratch says 2007. <laughs> wow, what a surprise. It's not as though this came from an episode that no one will ever hear. And no one will ever know about. No one will ever know. Hmm. Just the way it was intended. All right, well, I guess I'll do the... Shuffling. Now remember, it's 20 minutes. Yes. But you, you, you explain the rules. So we get 20 minutes, uh, we pick a topic out of the hat, um, and then we just discuss the entire topic for 20 minutes. Every mess up, every screw up will be included in the episode. Uh, there will be no edits, and that's essentially it. All right, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to draw this out because it's already taken us long enough to get here. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's this? There's a two in here. I'll take the inside one. 
No way. It's Evil Dead 1991. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> of the, all the things to get chosen, we get that twice. All right. So, so, so just before we start the episode, people, let, let us explain. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, drop the let's drop the curtain a little bit. Yeah, drop the curtain. So what what happened a number of weeks ago is we did an episode, uh, a bucket dip, and Silent Hill came out, and Brendan here accidentally sent the wrong audio and then deleted the right audio. So then we had to move the episodes forward a bit. Then the last episode we tried to record. I drew out Evil Dead 1981, and Brendan's audio was fine, and I recorded with the wrong settings, and thus my audio is very, very muffled and super bassy. Well, I'd probably put it down to being a different Brendan. No, 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 we're, we're dropping the show out. We'll, no, we'll put the mask back on in a sec. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mask back on in a sec. But yeah, both screw-ups from both of us, but yeah, we're going we're gonna to roll on and get this done and kick its ass. That's all we can really do. Kick its ace. Kick its ace, yes. Of spades. Da, 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 da. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so I guess it, it's up to me to explain Evil Dead 1981. Oh, sorry, mask back on. Good luck with that is. I, I feel like you have a gargantuan task ahead of you. An elephantine task, if you if you will. Uh, references to episodes that will never get heard anyway. Not, not that it was ever recorded beforehand. <laughs> I know, right? But anyway, 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 anyway. anyway, uh, anyway. I'm, I'm still on the timer. Are you ready? About as ready as I'll ever be. As let's, uh, let's go. Okay. So I, I guess yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll introduce. Uh, Evil Dead. Is it Evil Dead or the Evil Dead? The Evil Dead. Okay, the Evil Dead is a film that was released in 1981. It stars Bruce Campbell. Chunky Superman riding a river down a raft and he and some of his chums go to a cabin in the woods Mm -hmm. to ride rivers down rafts that are low on fizz so they can slam it down fast and now with wide mouths so they can slam it down faster and Wacky hijinks ensue, and there's an elephant. That is probably the most interesting explanation for a film that you've never seen. I, yeah, I guess I, I guess I probably should have watched it between the last time this was attempted <laughs> and now. But. You had more than enough time, but anyway, that's fine. <laughs> um, so basically, you got How that half right. You've got that half right. So All right. Uh, Bruce when, Campbell's character... Um, Campbell's Chunky Man. Ash. Ash Williams. Um, him and a bunch of his college uh, counterparts go to a cabin in the woods for a holiday... Turns out the place is haunted as hell. Um, basically, they find the Naturum de Monto, which is a Sumerian version of the Egyptian Book of the Dead. Uh, basically, just tells tells everybody that the house is possessed, or some some hidden force around the house is possessing people. Um, everybody becomes demons essentially 
everybody dies but Ash. Um, yeah, basically, hijinks ensue. <laughs> so essentially, we're right where we were the last time we recorded this. You've seen the film twice, most was it twice or once? Nah, uh, once. once, once. Most recently, as well, because I've never seen it. You saw it earlier this year. Yes, that's right. And even though we have an idea of what you talked about, it's already a struggle. I'm owing it to the fact that we're both exasperated and tired. Again. We're, we're, two, we're two minutes and 50 seconds in. And we're back to Roughly. where we started. This is, this is we're just back to where we started peak, a few weeks ago. Peak podcast content. Um, All right. So th- this is the one where Bruce Campbell replaces his chin with a chainsaw, right? No, not his chin, it's his arm, and that is in The Evil Dead 2. No, 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 it's this one. Yeah, no, no, no. he places his his hand with a chainsaw in Evil Dead 2. Yes. But, but it's this one, he replaces his chin with a chainsaw. And then he goes logging. Sure, we'll, uh, we'll roll with that. <laughs> you, you're, you're the one who has to carry it, man, not me. Well, I mean... I'm, I'm, I'm struggling under the weight here, man. Like... Well, then maybe this we should is talk too about... gargantuan to hold. I'm not Atlas. Well, maybe we maybe we should talk about the elephant in the film then. Oh, I thought you were talking about the elephant in the room. No. Hey, elephant. <laughs> just, just tell it to leave. We're talking about zombonies right now. <laughs> but yeah, um. Basically, it's it's essentially at the t- what it, what was at the time a very l- low budget horror film, hmm. and it has more demons in it than zombies, doesn't it? Or well, it's deadites are essentially zombies. It's pretty much a zombie film, but mostly. But it's it's got its own charm to it. There was a lot of uh, practical effects that were done. Uh bunch of different interesting cap- camera techniques that were implemented as well um a lot of st- a lot of steady cam stuff a lot of shaky cam stuff uh that was really well done and ha- and increased the sense of dread and attention throughout throughout the entire film um i mean the acting's generally it's it's about as good as you'd expect. It's pretty subpar, but it, it like the the amount of clo- like face up like close ups on the faces and stuff like that. Um, but when when you say the acting is subpar, do you like what, what what do you mean? Do you mean it's like bad for what it is, or I'm left wanting a little bit, but it it it, it they do they do well enough for what they've given us what what they were what they were given essentially. Oh, well, could could give could, yeah, but, but could you give an example? Basically, some of the um, some of the dialogue uh, between some of the characters sometimes feels a little stilted. Um, mm. so, so it's about the delivery then. Mostly or? about the delivery. I'm not sure if it was done to make it feel a little bit more uncomfortable. Mm. Um, I'd like to believe so, 
Like it was done. It was probably done for particular reasons, I guess. I'm I'm really flailing and folder. <laughs> look, look, we we can save this. But let me just ask you the questions, and you and you just answer them. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So, so d- does the dialogue actually feel uncomfortable? Like w- when you say uncomfortable, like do you mean like it it feels uncomfortable and that it's like poorly delivered, or do you mean that it has like a kind of an awkward cadence? There's a bit and of an awkward. Sure that- there's a bit of an awkward cadence. Like I'm pretty sure it was done intentionally. Um, but you're not certain. I'm not totally certain. No, like I said, I've only ever seen it once, but I obviously do want to see it multiple times because it's for for what it's for what it brings to the table in terms of cinematography, sound design, characters, and stuff like that. It's very original in its take on a zombie film. And especially with the use of, as I said before, with the use of practical effects, um, re- like animatronic. Well, I'm not, I'm not sure if animatronics were a thing back. In, well, no, they were back in the eighties. It was mostly um, puppetry and stuff like that. Um, I like how you're already trying to wrap this up. I'm not trying to wrap this up. Come on, <laughs> you're succeeding. <laughs> Do you think I'm succeeding? No, I don't want you to succeed. <laughs> You're gonna try as best you can to stop me. I dare um, you make so, my millennium. So, <laughs> right, how's how's the Atmos? Um, it does definitely come back to it being a very uh, tense, scary. Well, there, there there is a sense of tension throughout the entire film as the movie progresses. Um, it, there's a lot of uncom like it's very uncomfortable in spots as well. Some of which I won't really cover here, obviously, due to the fact that it's very. It touches on something a little bit that require. I, there's one scene in the movie that requires a little bit more and more explanation, or probably not being touched at all. Honestly. All right, so, so we're avoiding spoilers then. Well, we're kind of avoid kind of avoiding spoilers. Um, okay. So, but but like t- talking about the atmosphere because like. It it, it is a set. it is a very uncomfortable atmosphere, um, throughout most of the film. Yeah, because like obviously it's set in the woods in a cabin. Right? Yeah, that, that much I did get correct. Yes, yes, and obviously the cinematography um, coming back to that does play a, a vital role in that as well. As I said before, the um, the close up shots of um, people's faces and stuff like that. There's a, a couple of scenes where you see, excuse me, there's a couple of scenes where you see Bruce Campbell's face covered in sweat. And it's like very close. Uh, the frame's like very close to his face. So there's like a, a general... S- it, it makes you feel uneasy. There's a lot of moments throughout this film where it makes you feel uneasy and uncomfortable. And it's to the film's benefit, um, I feel. Um, okay. So then I guess like what with it being in the woods, do they take advantage of a certain openness or do they go for more of a, um enclosed feel when it comes to shooting things? It's very, it's very enclosed, especially out, like especially when there's scenes in um, the forest outside of the cabin as well. It's still very enclosed. It's still very close, essentially. Um, there's a lot. There's a couple of chase scenes throughout the film as well that you're following very closely to the action. So, I feel like there's only a few moments throughout the film where you're taken away from the action a little bit, but you're there it's right there it's right in front of you it's happening so 
Um, yeah, so like even when they'd go outside, they still keep it very enclosed yeah, feeling. Like, yeah, def- definitely. Um, especially, as I said before, during the chase scenes where the camera is like right up close. Okay, so would you say that impresses a sense of inescapability? Or? I dare say so, yeah. Like, it's very hard to... The the closeness of some of the cinematography feels like you just can't get away from it. It, It's very close. It's uncomfortable. It's a different kind of horror, especially for the time as well. Okay. And uh, the the music, I guess, is the next. I don't particularly remember much of the music. But um, obviously there's like good use of um there's a lot the there's a lot of good use of uh silence throughout the film as well to raise the tension um mm. general swells and stuff like that for horrific moments and stuff like that um they do they all of it's basically just to to ramp up the um the uncomfortableness of the film as a whole so then I guess the other thing as well... So the, the music works for the film. Yes, definitely. Yep. Okay. And uh, I guess then the next thing I should ask is... I forgot. Oh, joy. <laughs> uh, what's the next thing I should ask, Brenton? I honestly don't just, know. Just, I just, probably, just I could probably say, like... If, it garnered like a very no 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 no. Tell me what to ask so I can ask you, so we can keep pretending we know what we're doing. <laughs> You're giving me the reins now. I thought you were taking the reins. No, I'm just asking the questions, but I don't know what to ask now. I had a question to ask and then I forgot it. Um. Oh right, now I remember. Now I remember. There you go. Excellent. Okay, you ready? Go. Ready for this? Because this is the, like the one-two hit combo that you've been waiting. For. What am I saying? <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, I've, I've heard that uh, Evil Dead, the Evil Dead 81, mm-hmm. is a lot more serious in its tone than 2 and Army of Darkness. It still has some campy moments in it, but it, it's... It, there's still a lot of campy... There's still a few campy moments within the Evil Dead, but the campiness is... And the campiness and comedy is just amped up throughout the second film and Army of Darkness. Um, yeah, so, so it's much more toned down in, in the first one. Yeah, yeah, a little bit more toned down because this is more of a ser- semi-serious um, horror film, essentially. Okay. Uh, and do you think do you think that works to the... Have you seen the other two? Yeah, yeah, I have actually. Okay, do you think that works in the first film's favour? Because it sounds like it kind of became a different series from the second one onwards. Well, yeah, the, like like I said, there were some campy moments. There's obviously a lot of moments throughout the film. Um, there's a lot more sensationalised gore uh, throughout the film as well that sort of has a comedic effect to it, I feel. And they definitely banked on that... Um, with the series going forward. Um, but I think, I think that's what, um, Ra- I think that's what Raimi set out to do for the first film. I don't, I, I kind of feel like they weren't intending for the rest of the series to become as 
slapstick and campy as the rest uh, as it became um but it definitely works to its benefit for, for the first film like it was instantly set out to be an uncomfortable horror film and it definitely works like as like, the first one's definitely reached cult status the second the the, the two films after that are very wide, widely loved as well um but yeah so, so then I, I guess the next thing I ask is, is it paced well? Yes or no? I think so. Okay, excellent. Mm. Which, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I can hear you're struggling. I'm struggling too, as you can tell. We're trying. Uh, all right. Would you recommend said film? 100% yes. Okay. I too would recommend the film. Even though no, actually, I'm saying. not going to recommend the film. Don't, don't see it. You, you, <laughs> like, you, you've got... You could uh, you could watch this film, or you could spend your afternoon watching Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. What a twist! Of M Night Shyamalan in proportions, however you pronounce it. You, let's let's not let's not go other, let's not go that far. Name. We've done. <laughs> I've, I, we, myself, and the the various eternal guests that we've had have done enough pronunciation butchering. <laughs> you will not ruin M Night's surname on this podcast, dear sir. As I feel like I have to stop you there and say, unfortunately, it is too late. Okay, well, look, he's he's actually done some pretty good work. Yeah, yeah, true. But anyway, uh, I'll stop the timer. Okay. 16 minutes and 17 hundredths. Hey, not bad. Second. Not bad. Could have done could have done a lot better, but honestly, I'm happy with that. I mean, you've got no choice. <laughs> Nor do I. No, we've got no choice, but anyway. Um, so, anyway, yeah. Uh, that is Sam Raimi's uh, The Evil Dead 81 featuring Bruce Campbell and not M. Night Shyamalan. And now you and now you've butchered it as well. So now you have to wear I that. I don't know. I don't know if I've butchered it or not. I don't know how to pronounce it because I've I've, I've only heard it said two or three times in my entire life. I think I've only heard it as Shyamalan myself. But anyway, that's for another to- that's for another podcast episode. I feel. I agree. <laughs> so anyway, uh, thank you very much for being here today. Thank you very much for having me. As do you. Do you... Look, you know what I'm going to ask. And I know exactly what I need to do. Um, okay, excellent. <laughs> All right, so I stream on Twitch Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays under Beersy from 6 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. I'm also on the Twitter under Beersy93, and you can also check out my reviews on the Cold Reader website as well. Insert, do you have something you want to spook? Yeah. And then you say, I believe I already have. I believe you already have for me. (laughs) Subverted. So anyway, (laughs) uh, thank you very much to all our cult readers for listening, reading, and subscribing. We hope that you're getting something out of this, even if we cover things you're not particularly interested in or don't like. Well, see, the, the other thing is with like that abbreviated thing. I feel like I've uh, I've got I've now got all this free time.
But anyway, <laughs> uh, if you have any feedback, please let us know and we will sacrifice it to the recycling bin of fate. And also, a big thank you to Sixo because Sixo, you keep the evil dead away from us. God, that was terrible. Eh, try one more time. It could be better. And a big thank you to Sixo because you keep the evil dead away from us. Not the film, the actual dead that are evil. Thank you. That was that, that was also terrible, but yeah, anyway. But yes, thank you, Sixo, for all your hard work. Well, everyone, please be kind to each other. Please stay safe, and uh, we will see you next. Well, See you next time. Talk at you next time. We'll talk at you next time. Thanks for listening, and we hope you stay safe and stay well. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.